You're the one with the time now. Okay, we're recording. Uh, all right, so be it. All right. Uh, oh shit, we gotta start the episode. Yeah. <laughs> not so not not so funny when it's uh when uh, when uh, when it's in your hands, you know. I know. You can criticize my uh, my governance model all you want, but all of a sudden now you got to start calling the shots over here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're listening to Lame, the Lexington uh-huh. Alcohol Marxist Experience. I'm Aaron, and I'm Jenry, and it is the 20th of August, 2022. Y- so or so they say. Or so they say. Um, this is. Do I do I say something? Yeah, you'd say something. Fuck um we said the date i guess i just say it's say, a new show yeah and ostensibly um, ostensibly christ almighty um i'm giving i'm trying to give you guys like what is the lowest possible you know my my acting coach is like all right give low low energy for this one go go low go crazy um which is why we're starting with mon- with monkey pox there's at least one case in lexington that we know of monkey pox update um l f c h d dot org slash monkeypox. There you go. Get your Lexington gets your shots. Although I'm sure it's probably I don't know. Um it's uh, supplies seem to be um not super uh available, but you know. There you go. You got it. That's it's, your news. It's like every um Tuesday and Thursday, I think damn it's like a college class um so moving on another headline ku in the city reach formal agreement on the tree clearing policy you may remember us saying this last month there's no new information i've read (laughs) the i've read the article and if there is something different i'm sure one of you will dm me about it um <laughs> i was just like yep that looks that looks like it um they sure do agree they 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 sure as thing bigger story honestly you guys remember early on in the lame podcast we covered this the pirate ship at woodland which was taken from us stolen it's back folks and i'm really mostly including this um well it's gonna be back next year um, I just wanted to include some uh, some of the quotations from Mayor Linda Gordon, which um we'll get to. Uh, she like follows the Andy Bashir school of um, public statements. Yes, a couple years ago we had to take the pirate ship out of Woodland Pool because of safety concerns. Mayor Linda Gordon said in a release Friday. Now we're commissioning a new ship, and it's first rate. Um, the water feature is expected to cost five hundred thousand dollars and will be paid for with ARPA money. Next summer, pirates will be able to go slide, climb, get sprayed, and more in Woodland Pool, Gorton said. It is really going to be a chance to have fun. Cool. <laughs> okay, Miss Gorton. <laughs> I'm excited for the for the pirate ship. You know, I'm not gonna bash on the pirate ship. I I'm not bashing the pirate ship. I think Absolutely it's gonna be not. fun. I I'm I'm sure if I was a kid, it would be cool. Yeah. Um I think you know, the Woodland Park pool feels empty. Whenever I go, and you, you hit up the Woodland Park pool. Of course, I hit up the Woodland. Park all right, pool. all right. I love this. I didn't know I had a swimmer on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, that's funny. Swimmer and diver. Uh, whoa, whoa. All right, okay, all right. And I go there, and I'm like, we're missing something. And mm. you can climb on the alligators, but the alligators are missing the pirate ship. Mm. And I'm glad that they have it back, and that is first rate. Good it's job. It's first Linda. rate. It's <laughs> half a million dollars. 
and I'd have it no less. <laughs> they spared no expense of this pirate ship. Half a million dollars. Pirate, you could buy a real ship and do piracy with that. You could buy a couple ships and do piracy with that. Well, and the kids next year are going to be able to do that. They're gonna, Just that. God, man, keep posted. Lame next year. Inshallah, we make it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do that. Okay. Next article. <laughs> That's the sign of me... St- stopping pulling the emergency break on the podcast um the late late edition aaron has shown me that there is a there there's an opponent on the hill um a new I wouldn't really say an opponent. enemy sighted um I, i'm sure they're i'm sure he's fine um aaron what is this what am i looking at lexington ky.news um is uh, the lexington times um the lexington times and uh what is the lexington times well i found out about them from a post on the lexington subreddit uh where they were interviewing mayor linda gordon they were established in july 2022 um and it looks like they publish about um multiple times a day okay what do Um, they cover they cover um predominantly crime oh uh headlines include wise-ass cop photoshops phallus into image of lexington police chief hilarity does not ensue security footage shows patrons taking cover behind decorative bourbon barrels at the pavilion saturday night shootout in downtown lexington around 2 30 p.m near elm tree and elm tree and short street um and there's already five pages of news okay and we were listening to some of the interview that we're about to be talking about wasn't it explicitly not a shootout um that's what the mayor said that's what the mayor said spoiler alert abortion remains legal in kentucky as court extends block and abortion ban so is this guy jefferson is this guy doing his own reporting i'm i mean i like i guess but like yeah, and it's just i mean little... well then you ask the question how much is how much of reporting is just reading the wire services um, um and the name that the uh so it's the lexington times web editor whose name is Carl Calipari. No. But spelled with a K. Oh. Carl Calipari. For Kentucky. I guess. It's um, it's Coach Cal's uh, alter ego. Carl. Well, so this article um, about the abortion thing is basically just reprinting a quote and then giving... Um, a little history? Um, no just giving links to uh surgical centers and abortion clinics so i can't really get a read on this person's politics probably probably pro-choice there is a crime log tab but that's the thing the the crime stuff is really like the like 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 i really associate a lot of crime reporting in like a very certain way with like a pretty um like suburban oriented uh like fox news you tune into national it's national media and they will talk about like this guy was fucking punched in new york city today and shit like that like like for like like for like a, extended periods of time it's amazing um, so, so this is what i associate <laughs> i associate with like well, oh fuck what do we got what do you got what do you got what are you laughing at here's um they have this interactive chart of um non-deadly shootings by age and victim Oh God! Um, and it goes all the way back to January 2021, 
Okay, and, not um, that far. Is, do you see any sort of... Um, I would say no coral. I say if you're in your 30s, you kind of chill out. You're really, you know, if you're under 30, to fucking watch out. If you're okay. over 40, once again, lock your fucking doors. But, like, I don't know. But not even, actually. I, it's basically just, like, a scatter plot. I mean, it is a scatter plot, but, like... I would say, I would say it has a very low R... The R is that the right one? Yeah, the R is like the R is like zero. The R is like point one. The R is giving zero. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The R the R is like zero point zero one. But this is what I'm talking. I'm like I'm like I don't like i have a general skepticism about all kind of like crime reporting. And also, of course, it goes without saying, like nothing more pulpy, I feel like, for a very certain kind of um uh, <laughs> demog- uh oh, demographic yeah. in this country to be into true crime shit. Oh, well, um, speaking of true crime, there is a true crime tab. Here's my issue. Yeah, what the fuck? This. A true crime Kentucky tab, as opposed to the other crime, which isn't? Um, it's false okay, crime? Okay, so, like, if you go, so they report their own crime maps, and it's, like, little heat maps. That's... That looks what? That's like just it's just a, like a population yeah, density say, map. That looks like a population density map. And then they have times of day when crime happens. So okay. it looks like six a.m. and if three, you're three p.m. Yeah, ten a.m. to eleven a.m. And what's so fucked up is that you know there's people that like are like taking notes about this and like right turning their on on August seventeenth, sixty one crimes apparently were reported. Jeez, man. They have theft, theft, all other burglary, burglary from like restaurants, like, like gas come stations. On. Oh, I guess he's got a police scanner. Honestly, right? How would you even? Or I guess the police put that out. It has to be some kind of API. Yes, it ha. It Jesus, man. Maybe a little too into the crimes. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. I mean, he just like does this all the time every day or at least every other day lexington true crime tab um my entry my advice to him is to get a hobby well he does a hobby it's true crime get get a real hobby (laughs) um lexington true crime august 1997 oh and it's just like a true crime article it's just that's it it's just a true crime article wow wow and then he does goofy Probably the most egregious offense. Times Radio. Is that what I is that the podcast? Yeah. He does a podcast, folks. He does a podcast. <laughs> but it's on Zoom. Oh. Yeah, baby. Is there a new one? His first episode is with mayoral candidate, council member, David Cloyver. That's good. That's good. David Cloyver, who's running for Lexington Mayor, sat down with us to talk about gun violence, the mayor's race, and some uh Areas of interest around property tax, dot, dot, dot. What? What an insane way. So he's in I see. So he's gotten, this is how he got Linda Gordon to come on, right? Because, yeah, because David Kloiber was dumb enough to come on. David Kloiber was like, sure, I'll talk. I'll talk to the Lexington Times, a real organization that exists. Currently, Um, currently Mayor Linda Gordon, current Mayor Linda Gordon was unable to attend the meeting unable to attend as she was meeting with the president of the united states seriously whoa so what he was trying to make the both and do like a debate i think maybe over zoom over zoom that sucks they work in the same office man i know and then episode two and a half 
Sports Council, Sportscaster Joel Bennett's high school football preview. Can you imagine what it must be like to be Mayor Linda Gordon talking to Joe Biden? Apparently they like, had a lovely. They... Apparently they had a lovely conversation. God, you would. I mean, like, I mean, what else would you say, right? Like, it was nice to talk to him. Um, I'm just like, like, what do they? Man, this <clears throat> is a. All right. You got anything more? Because I got, I got, I got a piece on this guy. I got, I got a thing to say about the Lexington Times. <laughs> Go for it. And I've been saying it already. A little too crime obsessed. Me and Aaron were watching this interview that they that that he did with what's this guy's name? Um, uh, fucking Cal Cal Perry. Right, Coach we'll Cal. Just, who, we'll um, just refer to him as um. Who, well, he wants to be referred to as a Lexington Times web editor. So we'll just say web, web editor. editor as opposed to the print editor in the interviewer. All right, um, that's good. I'm also the editor of Lame Podcast. Um, uh, he had these questions like he gave some like he was like i have some softball ones and i have a real one first one was just like there's what are the what, what do you think about the situation they sing or whatever and linda gordon is like are you talking about the the shooting on short street and he's like uh, yeah 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 and he's like i understand that like you know like, like, like this happened and this happened and she's like she's like well it's an open investigation so there's not i'm i, I don't think much has been said publicly but that's not it's not what happened. Um, and he's like, oh. oh. Um, and then he's like, I got a question from Reddit. Um, and I'm like, oh, God. And then the the question leads, and, he, and they're talking about affordable the affordable housing crisis. And I was like, all right, wait a second, good. And then the second half of that question was exclusively about um, panhandlers. Oh, my There's God. Panhandler, the you know, this home that's it's creating – all these panhandler stuff, you know, all these kids, there's one on every corner. I almost hit one in my car when I was leaving the, the uh, parking lot at Kroger or whatever. And I'm like, and I'm like, you idiot, 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 idiot. You, you're not going to get it. If you wanted to get an answer on, um, on, uh, for the affordable housing stuff, you shouldn't have fucking included, uh, uh, such a, such a, like such a softball, uh, scapegoat for that. Like, because so, naturally right um it's this is an answer about crime right this is how um this whole this whole publication steeped in the crime right and and this question just leads to help help it right so she goes affordable housing bad but let me address the panhandler part first right and she goes first there's not really a relation between being how not a super strong relation between being housed and uh panhandling right and she's like, second, you know, like we tried to make it illegal. Um, <laughs> the, we council, tried, the council tried to make yeah, it illegal. She's like, she, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. She's like, you know, the council tried to make it illegal. And uh turns out that was a violation of our First Amendment rights. And she's like framing that like, like, like it's a big loss. And I was like, God, you psycho. That freaking First um, Amendment. And she's like, well, we did outlaw, you know, panhandling in the median, at least. You know, we, we got we got that much through. But um I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ, man. Um, and and then she's like, we also have like a like a van that drives around and picks up panhandlers to like it on a hyper temporary basis employ them. And I'm like, like 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 to do like cleaning stuff or whatever. It's like just hire the guys. Then I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Um, like don't make it. Don't be so weird about it. I don't know. Um, 
And uh, like, 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 are you getting? Are you, are they being paid fair wages? Right, that's like a real question. <laughs> yeah, we right? never knew what they were being paid. Um, Minimum, so, hope, uh, hopefully, God, at the least, it would be. You would hope it'd be at least some aspect of le- <clears throat> uh, at least legal in the U.S. term mm-hmm. of the phrase. Um, but I just like really, you know, I mean, just some of the most psycho responses to it all. And then, fuck, what else did she say about the um, panhandle? There's one final thing. Oh. You, the guys, 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 dear listeners, you guys probably saw this coming just as I saw this coming. She takes this as an opportunity. She's like, because she's, she's like, she's like, you know, this and the crime that you're talking about last time, you know, she's like, she's like, what I think we've really been doing is addressing some of the, uh, you know, trying to address some of the more underlying circumstances, right? And part of you is like, okay. If I was playing myself as a character in a movie, I'd be like, yes, yes, finally, she's going to say it or whatever. But as a real, as the real editor of Lame Pod, um, <laughs> if you will, and Aaron, you can be editor too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, editor, wait, who's editor in chief? And who's just, editor? Hey, let's talk about that after five. Um, she, I was like, you know, instead of going, she's like, she's like, you know, We've been working on this initiative, One Lexington, by who run by oh, Divine Karama, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like, God. Um, but of course, real long-term listeners know that is of course what Linda Gordon's going to talk about, right? And not that One Lexington, like the I, theory behind it, is super off base. Like I agree, the like 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 the issues with crime in this country are um, uh, symptoms, um, not causes. I guess you would say um of uh, a deeper societal like rot um in a way uh but um doing more than just uh like like uh like doing juvenile programs not the worst thing you could be doing with your money right definitely it's not let me say this definitely isn't hurting anything but like once again i'm like the real i'm like i'm like i i believe from like the 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 underlying problems with crime in this country are like economic and god i hate to say it a little imperial um you know like if you want to really because me and my mother love to go around and around about this because of course she's getting filled with like fox news rhetoric about crime every day right because here's the thing it's not reactionary to report on crime or whatever right Mm. like 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 simply like reporting that something happened right is not but like like, hey this happened but he does it so excessively he does you do it so excessively because here's the other thing right no one when they say no one like that but like you are not immune to propaganda like it's in many ways true like insofar as whatever you surround like whatever kind if you consume anything for long enough you will believe it right like even people that are like, oh, you know, like I watch like, you know, like Fox News, like ironically or whatever, like in in uh, give on a long enough timetable, it gets to you. You know, mm-hmm. um, you have to constantly keep your, you have to keep yourself inoculated against shit like that if you want to. But really, if you have the option, don't do it at all. I mean, like stay the, the fuck away <clears throat> on the surface. It's like, OK, 59 crimes reported on this day. Right pretty benign okay. number yeah. if you keep doing that like every single day like that digs into or just, your brain yeah just report if all you hear is that crimes are happening let me say this like every time i go up to chicago now like family members that i have that still live there with every like every few months i'll show or whatever and they, they are just gone further and further insane because they've been doing but in nothing but watching crime like 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 reading about crime <clears throat> watching videos of like crime happening in the city and all this stuff and it's gotten to the point where they're like they're like they're like you know jenner i'm afraid like you shouldn't go out after like 10 p.m 
even into like got it and like let me say this like let me say playing my class card here yeah they live in like like they live in the city they don't live in the suburbs but like they live like in like you know for, for those of you that are like lincoln square like 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 ravenswood like like the the, the north the white slice um the, the white upper class slice of uh like de jure chicago i don't know whatever drives me they're like they're like you'll die on the brown line shit like that (laughs) you know and they weren't and what's so crazy is that like you know my of course my parents were like that because they live in the middle of nowhere but like you know they used to be they used they've lived in they you know they they've lived in chicago when crime was significantly higher right and we're like at a historic low all-time low of crime and they are and, and it is just and they have been turned afraid of the brown line and all this other shit by media nothing the actual material circumstances have not changed all that much right but they have um the way that that this stuff is discussed and all these things like like that is what is happening to them um and this is why i'm so displeased also shitty interview questions um the first questions were like uh what books do you like to read oh my god can we talk can you tell us about um, Mayor Linda Gordon's reading? Mayor Linda Gordon is a what does she pro- like to read? Is a prolific reader, and she likes to read uh, mystery novels about South America and Latin America. <laughs> They're female sleuths, you know. And I'm not going to judge a woman's reading taste. No, it is just always no. I love. There's actually nothing greater than finding out what like people exactly in Linda Gordon's demographic like what kind of like 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 genre fiction they're into because Mm -hmm. it's so you you think it's so niche um but in reality there is like a whole industry dedicated very like uh it's 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 quite amazing stuff um but i don't know anyway that's Um, been the lexington times god willing that's the last we ever have to um i hope have to deal with them if not um the 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 feud the feud is on um can anyway. we pause for a second? Yeah. Oh, okay. We got to pause. Right. Yeah. We're supposed to be leaving now. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're back. We are. All right. Great, um, folks. Wow, is all I can say. We won't get into. We won't get into the distant. <laughs> we we can't. That was a. That was a. That was a moment of joy, <laughs> that was only shared between me and Aaron, and. Um, uh, they would kill us if we ever talked about it. Um, uh, Multiple people would kill you if you ever talked about it. This is true. Many, many people would kill me if we if we ever brought it up. But uh, man, I was at least entertained. Um, greatest, greatest uh, 30 minutes waiting to do a podcast I've ever spent. Uh, <laughs> so here's an interesting ruling. That came out recently. Okay. It's from Monica Cast. Okay. The Herald Leader. UK healthcare improperly used state agency to collect medical debt. Oh. Yeah. This is one of those like fucked up, like UK's like fucked up, which I know like we, it's an art, it's a kind of article we do like every like few months. Um, uh, um, UK has uh, basically illegally extracted $90 million out of people that, um, cannot be you know could not pay by referring people with medical debt to the um department of revenue of kentucky um you know so uh 
um, basically, uh, there's some insane, it's like, there's some, uh, finagling on what it means to collect debts. Um, what does it mean to have a debt? What does it mean to have medical debt? Right. Um, like, like not, you know, um, but anyway, house bill eight passed earlier this year. One of the good house bills, or at least this part of it, probably the whole of it was probably fucked up. It was probably an act relating to an emergency and something, something, something. Medical debt. Yeah. Prevents the department from collecting any consumer debt owed for healthcare goods and services. So that's nice. Um, I think that's good. Wingate also denied UK sovereign immunity, which um, that's okay. a legal term. I have no idea what the fuck that means. And all funds must be repaid to the plaintiff. Um sorry, multiple planes. It was a class action. Um so yeah. Uh sovereign immunity is a legal doctrine by which the sovereign or state cannot commit a legal wrong and is immune from civil suit or criminal prosecution. All right. Um basically there's uh there was finally this debate about whether or not UK was a part uh was a part of the executive branch of the Commonwealth's government. I think the answer is very clearly no. Au contraire, um, it was ruled in February 2018 that uh, um, it was not. But at some point later, I thought maybe I misread it. But yes, no, it is not part of the government. Although I swear I read an insane part where it said it did. It was hard. I was trying to pay attention to other stuff while I was reading this. Um, in the interim, I thought I might as well read the articles again. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, Jay Blanton had some good ones in this, but we're not going to bother with it. We're moving forward. You all remember when they stopped doing live streams for the Fayette County School Board. Um, some members on the board um, uh, would like to bring that back. Um, and that's what the article is. Nothing's, nothing's happening. They're just saying they'd want to. Um, move on. Now, on to real lame bread and butter. Lexington medium home sales price dips nearly 20%. That's from just from month to month. Um, see latest in ebbs and flows. This is from Aaron Mudd. Um, and uh, so it's home price growth is slowing as mortgage rates go higher. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, the prices, are, the cost of living is still, as per last week's episode, expensive. Um uh, Two-bedroom houses saw the largest growth in medium sales prices between last July and this July, rising about 20% from 1500 to, sorry, 150000 to 180000 um, uh, which, man, what? I want to I get me a $150,000 two-bedroom house. I'm starting with Folks, we got to start passing the hat around. How much? <laughs> lexlamepod at gmail.com to start sending in sending in the cash yeah. you might as well also start sending in a written petition uh, petition to my uh mortgage servicer um anyway uh oh also there was like an insane comment on one of these articles that i wanted to read um that was good maybe i, I think we haven't gotten to it yet but don't make sure i don't forget because uh, i saw a really uh divine divine article um in the same genre property tax rates for the city of lexington are decreasing right and this is some confusing copy which i guess they're using um to try to puzzle you into convincing you to read more 
of the article. But um, I think that's not that's not helpful. Um, on Tuesday, as recommended by Lexington Mayor Linda Gordon, the Lexington Fayette Urban County Council voted unanimously to keep an increase in property tax revenue at four percent by rolling back the rate. Huh? Yes. What they're trying to say, and I'm just gonna article done by me saying this. By the way, like just zip zip it up with saying this. There is a state law that was passed that says a city can't increase property taxes by more than 4% per year. It's like the tuition okay. lock, right? Uh-huh. And Lexington's last tax bill had, I guess, pushed property tax revenue beyond 4% in the year. So mm-hmm. they're voting to roll it back. Um, I forget what the consequences were. Um Oh, this is what it is. If the proper it, if they want it higher, it has to go to a referendum, and the public um, votes can vote to roll back the rate, um, which is a, a, a funny one. Um, so things are just tax rates are going down, um, which is a seems uh, not. I got to be honest, not not the the greatest because I feel like. Um, I don't know. I'm I, like on one hand, there's a Lexington spends a lot of money on a lot of bullshit, but on the other hand, like there's a lot of stuff that doesn't have the funding. I'm ready for um, in like four years, uh, we're gonna be seeing like a like a like a budget deficit or something like that. Yes, that's the thing. They're like, this is the big like last year or I guess this year, whatever biggest budget. You know, the biggest budget of all time. But like in the article, they're like. Uh, but it's going to be going down afterwards. And I was like, what? Down? Why is it going down? Because ARPA? Well, yes. Well, basically, yes. But I'm like, down? We don't want it to. Hey, hey, don't go down. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, this stuff. I was, I, was, I was like, man, that's not, um, something's got to, whatever. Anyway, that's basically the end of that article. Moving straight into this new article, which is long and winding. So I'm going to just give it real Actually, am I? Does it have the comment that I want? <clears throat> yes. Actually, fuck it. You don't give a shit about what's in the article. You do. We well, can read it. It's you can read it on your own later. But I won't name the name of the article. It's one of those Lex It's a Janet Patton Lex Go Eat, um, uh, which uh, you know, which is always funny when they say it. Here's just a comment from this article. What would Ayn Rand do? Question mark. In an unfettered free market, free from influence, she would sleep with as many politicians as possible, secure underage children for others, maybe a farm animal or two for the politicians with more exotic tastes, while supplying them all with pills, cash, vacations, and alcohol. She would explain it all as an invisible hand, parentheses, God, doing all these things on its own. That's the advantage of using God as your pitchman for predatory capitalism, the conservative favorite, just like that nine-year-old boy. It says posted one day ago by Q. Let's go eats. Can you guess what this article's about? Bourbon. Yes. <laughs> it is about bourbon barrel tax rates. <laughs> anyway, that's the genius of the people. Um, and uh, with that, fuck, I yield my time. 
Yeah, oh, God, don't yawn. yawning on yawn. the podcast. Yawning How do you think the, I feel? How do you think I feel? On the podcast. You're listening to the middle side of lame, the Lexington alcohol Marxist experience, and we're just low energy today. Okay, well, they, they don't. I guess we did start the episode saying that. But well, now we're back was, to normal. Yes, well, now it's normal. Now it's a normal episode. Now it's normal, and there's nothing weird. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. What, oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at LamePod. Email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. Leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. And share this podcast with your friends. Tell them about Lame Podcast. Let them know about us. And with that, let's go into side B. Okay. So, we you're talking about the whiskey tax. Yes. Well, I was going to talk a little bit more about the... Uh, bourbon, Aaron. Actually, it's called bourbon. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Bourbon, whiskey, uh, bourbon, bourbon, yeah, uh, whiskey, whatever. Excuse you. Um, this is clearly different. Um, yes, I was going to talk about this other article, but then I saw you had sniped it. You'd stolen it off my desk. Uh, whoa! All right. Okay. Not that. Not like that. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I found this article in Let's Go Eat. Yes. Just like the other one. Another one. Oh, oh, by the way, the amount of articles you read today that were paywalled were insane. Which, okay, this is insane to me for many reasons. Why is this in Let's Go Eat? Because it's about... It's because it's journalism about, like, the food industry. Okay. Even though it's ostensibly... It's a, not. It's about... It's an economics article, this right? It's an, an environmental... Article. It's about, like, it's about the uh, the environmental cost. This is this is an article about the environmental cost of bourbon. It's like, like... It's just like a straight up and down, like, local industry shit or whatever. I mean, if this is like... Okay, imagine this article, but instead of being about bourbon, it's about, like, salves. Right, Savs Grill and Chill. Savs um, Grill and Chill. He keeps every time you say Savs, I'm like the School of Art and Visual Studies. Man, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> or, or it's about cookout. Yes, yeah. Or it's like um, here's a new eatery that's opening. Anyway, right. And then no, yeah, it's this article, but it's about cookout, and cookout is like spreading, uh, or cookout is like exploiting its workers. And then it doesn't allow them to unionize. I'm like, why is this under Lexco Eats? I know, it's fucked up. The amount of, I gotta say though, that makes it fun because you get to say the phrase, Lexco Eat. Thank you, Janet Patton. Thank you, Janet Patton. I'm sure you love doing your job. This is basically, I mean, the the thing is, right? I didn't, I'll be honest, didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know about this either. And I lived here all my damn life. So, I guess it's proof that I don't live near any uh, uh, dry houses. Or yeah, so uh, whiskey, this article is ostensibly about whiskey fungus. Yes, um, you may be asking yourself. And it's the effects of whiskey fungus on the surrounding environment. Yes. There were a series of um, incentives given to bourbon producers in the 50s. Fi- in 12 oh my god 2014 2014 2015 i'm gonna say the 15s that's something but that man. didn't come out right um and it's introduced warehouses to it, more parts of yeah the bluegrass and closer to residential areas which has made more people aware of a very certain phenomena 
called Wink Whiskey Funky Winky Funky <laughs> Whiskey Whiskey Fungus. If I could talk properly, Whiskey Fungus is um, described as black mold like is what I would like to say on that. <laughs> Bodonia, by a Bodonia Company. Kansas. Come on, you're supposed to be into it's like mushrooms sack or whatever. Fungus. Yeah. Well, it's a fungus, not a mushroom. Let's oh, just let's just oh, differentiate. Fucking there. difference, Aaron. <laughs> anyway, um, it feeds off of so bourbon and whiskey, I guess. Um, have this like the alcohol evaporates. Yes. And then like that. It's fungus, part of the aging process. It's part of the aging process. Whatever. And the whiskey, or the the fungus feeds off of that. Just the just the alcohol vapors in the wind. Really amazing. Um, uh, the problem is that it covers everything. Yes. Pat um, your patio furniture darkens. Your street signs unreadable. The fungus covers up everything, anything and everything. And there's pictures in this article. Yeah, Wendell Berry's here. By the way, yeah, they, they got, got a photo of Wendell well, Berry. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. Oh, sorry, Aaron. I didn't. know. it's okay. I. I know it's really unusual for me to bring up a photo. Yeah, that's really more your department. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so yeah, they got the they got they got like the road signs and they're like black from the whiskey fungus, and then of course they had to bring in Wendell Berry. Let's just pretend like we didn't hear that earlier. They brought in Wendell Berry. <gasps> they got Wendell Berry. They got Wendell Berry, Whoa. who I was surprised to find out is still alive. Yeah, honestly, I got <laughs> I I kind of thought he died too. And like they click, I clicked on. Um, Okay, Kentucky's known, best known agricultural activist Wendell Berry. You click on his website. Oh, there's okay. a link. Oh. It is like theberrycenter.org slash about. But I like the know. way that this website is structured, it makes it seem like he is dead. Well, okay, I just, it's got to be not like, what's crazy to me, yes, one, sounds like he's dead. Two, this is the guy who famously was not buying a computer. Like... What? Like we're getting very off track on this one. What in the? <clears throat> Barry, a writer and former University of Kentucky professor whose family has farmed in Henry County for more than six generations, spoke in protest of a proposed expansion at a county meeting earlier this month, saying, "We're being asked to sacrifice this land to tourism and whiskey." Oh my God! It's Wendell's kid. Yeah, it's Wendell's kid that runs it. Um. So now they're framing this as like Wendell Berry's next fight he fought strip mines developers hydroelectric dams and nuclear power plants in the battle against the battle against big bourbon feels familiar said barry now 88 in an interview with the herald leader all right um man's not on the board of directors that's for sure <laughs> so the issue is that bourbon places are expanding and also that because they're expanding, there's more of this whiskey fungus, which people describe as harmless to humans in the same you know, way that Agent Orange was described as harmless to yeah, humans. Yeah, or like asbestos or like lead or like tobacco, you know. My thing is like, okay, I mean, I get that we have like, we're, we have like warm blood so that's like kills the fungus there's fungus in your body there's fungus in your body and and that's in and, and just in the same way that there's bacteria in your body but when given the option i would like to not be presented with extra bacteria and fungus this is why i yes. do things like cook meat um and uh and boil water um you know 
Um, it's it's really, I mean, like, it's kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah, you'd think this would just be bad. Like, you think this would be, like, let me say this. I learned about this today. I, I would not want to fucking live. If I had the choice, fuck no, I'm not dealing with the with the air fungus that the, the it, it just, I'm like, what? It's like, oh, do you want to mold next to do your you, house? Do you want to have mold? Do you want to have, like, a form of mold that literally grows everywhere and will as long as they're putting alcohol in that damn house? Like, what? Which is supposedly labeled safe, but who knows? Safe, but like, fuck, I don't want to clean. Like, I, I, what, I got to get a pressure washer out? Like, I mean, Jesus, man. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. I got to just live upwind. Apparently. Um, yeah, the, the, they're talking about like different methods to uh, remove it. Um, and this wetandforget.co.uk has over 40 years of experience removing fungus without causing damage. Wet and Forget Rapid and our Outdoor Cleaner are specifically tailored to tackle contaminant problems. Okay, man, that's also not good. All our products... Just putting out... Just, just spraying out mass antifungals everywhere also doesn't seem great. All our products have a non-acidic formula that gently and effectively clean outdoor areas without the need for vigorous scrubbing. I think you should just pressure wash it. Pressure washing actually sounds, I gotta say, like the most humane way. And more satisfying. Well, God, well, obviously, yeah, you get to, like, paint, like, letters with the fucking fungus. To remove whiskey fungus, simply mix up wet and forget blue with some water. For more applications, a ratio of five parts water to one part wet and forget will work. Um, no extra scrubbing required. There's sit, a f- sit back and let it work. God, man, this is a long-ass article, too. And this was published in tandem with that other article that I on my side. Mm-hmm. There's a great photo of all those, of the dead fish from the, uh, from 2019's, uh, um uh Jim Beam warehouse fire. All the I alcohol went into the river. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. The fish had the time of their lives. Yes, they look pretty dead, but you know, that is probably the time of your life. Oh, okay. And also the issue I guess the issue I didn't even like I know I read this article beforehand. But <laughs> talking about uh, scenic Elkhorn Creek right now. I'm I'm talking about um uh crops. Like like food. Ooh, yeah, that doesn't sound great either. So Man, this is a long fucking article. The okay, so the issue also, I guess, comes with um, harvesting like onions and tomatoes and stuff. Not and great. The, the yeah. fungus will um, attach itself to those things. Okay. Um, so all right. Yummy. So here's the question then, right? So you agree it's not good to go on my food. So I'm saying to the to the sort of yeah yeah yeah. If yeah. it's a problem that it's getting on the crops, right? Like then that means that it's probably not good for me. You don't want to be eating it. Yes, right. This is so. This is really something. There was a zoning. Then they switched to it. Then it's a zoning article halfway through. Yes, that was part of the article. Because uh, I was like, I'll just we'll just get to it. Then they moved Nelson County moved from fifty acre minimum to a hundred acre minimum to try to force future development of these warehouses to go away from Bardstown. Um, which I wonder what the monks at Gethsemane do about the fucking fungus. Do they let? Do we let them have the pressure washer? <laughs> I think you know we need pressure washers for everybody. Everyone gets a pressure washer in our largest yes. budget of the year. Yes, and everyone. And what are we gonna? Are they gonna all be like gasoline powered? Yes. Since we're just talking, since we're no, just shooting no, no, the no, shit. Nuclear powered. Nuclear. That's good. Real atomic age. Here we have a small uh, polonium powered uh, pressure washer. It's uh it's suitable for the whole of the neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. Um. And I mean, like, 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like give it you know two years. We're gonna be seeing um, bourbon lung. Bourbon lung sounds kind of fun. Whiskey lung is probably what they'll call it oh, though. Yeah, whiskey lung. Although maybe it'll be something fun like like uh, like lamed locally like like Versailles lung. Anderson Long. Anderson Long. All right, there we go. Woodford That's Long. Well, Woodford no, not Long. Woodford Long, because it's Woodford Reserve, so that would be Angel Long. What? Because the angel, angel's Woodford Reserve. kiss or whatever is, is the, what is what. Yeah, when they were just offering. when they were just listing a list of some of these people, I was like, man, I don't recognize like a, actually that many mm-hmm. as many as I thought. Um, yeah, so I mean that's. I just gotta say they keep describing it as a black mold-like growth. I mean that's not good. No, that's not good. And speaking of black things in your lungs, but at least one Anderson County resident who has lived with whiskey fungus for years considers it a fair trade. Wow, okay, <laughs> that's really funny. He's a Lawrenceburg real estate agent. Um, that tells you everything you need to know. Yes, acknowledge that the area is blackened by fungus. But this town was built on bourbon. (laughs) It's a mess. You do what you have to pressure wash your house once a year. You get used to it. Everyone down here in Tyrone tolerates it. It's no big deal. For the tax that they bring into our country, it's worth it to me. I don't believe the whiskey fungus hurts us. Honest to God, for the amount of taxes, it really is a fair exchange. I love the water here. It's really good. Everyone should be drinking the water here. That's good. Hey, that's great. Um, You got to love it when guys are really proud of their water. Um, it's like I'm, I'm like I'm like really man. Even the New York people, I'm like guys. All right, whatever. Just like uh, I don't know. Imagine being proud of the fact that you have to pressure wash your house once a year. Hey, you know what? Let me say this: if they want to build more houses, why not? But um, God, there's got to be something. There has to be some sort of like. Could they just okay? Call me insane. Okay, insane. Damn it. Um. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, let me say this. This is someone that learned about this um, uh, two hours ago. Is there just a better way to ventilate the houses that's not just, like, dumping a bunch of alcohol fumes? Well, it, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it has to go somewhere. Well, you can, like, filter, like, I mean, it's alcohol. You can, like, probably filter that, right? Well, think about the profit margins of our poor, poor bourbon makers. This is the thing. I mean, this is the once again the problem. Okay, it is an issue that the bourbon boom took off because of a tax. Like, it's never, that's never a good sign that, like, a business takes off because you've, like, cut taxes, right? That means that it's probably not that like long term like same thing with like a lot of like tech businesses or whatever like that doesn't really sound like a real um uh sounds like one of the things that go bust um in the boom and bust cycle you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and the like, inherent boom and bust cycle yeah and like like but in in here i am thinking like man it's like alcohol people pay crazy amounts of money for it and it's relatively shelf stable like why because this the, the the other one was like we need want more they wanted more tax breaks or whatever and I was like what the fuck are you talking about I was like you guys are getting crazy fucking money for talk this. about like an industry an industry that will never die literally it's it's you guys are literally geo fenced in this is the this is like one of the last places where like such a the something like protectionism in the United States even exists um for arbitrary reasons but you know like uh I'm I'm just so confusing to me I'm like. I'm just like, why? I'm like, just whatever. I can't, we can't get into it. Um, uh, let me say this. Um, uh, the morale, uh, 
um, the fungus will increase until morale improves. <laughs> Speaking of black things in your lungs. Oh. This comes to us from Bill Eastep. Okay. Kentucky Coal Company accused of cheating Whoops. on sampling meant to protect miners from black lung. Oh. Ruh-roh. Uh-oh. Yeah, well... Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky coal mine cheated on dust sampling to protect workers from dis, from disabling and from uh, disabling a deadly black lung disease. Federal grand jury is charged. The grand jury indicted Black Diamond Coal LLC. Yeah, it's a classic. Which had underground mine in Floyd County and Walter Perkins, who was in charge of dust sampling in the mine. The coal company faces one charge of willfully violating mandatory federal health and safety standards and one charge of making false statements. Um, and they just talk about like what black lung is. All right. Black diamond allegedly ran a dust monitor in clear air outside of the mine in October, 2020, rather than keeping it on an employee underground. Jeez, man. Lowering the dust reading and then submitted false sampling information to the U S mine safety health administration. Got him. Perkins was charged with knowingly failing to require a coal miner to wear the dust monitor underground as required and lying about it. Perkins told a mine inspector that he had assigned an employee operating a continuous mining machine to wear the dust monitor, but that the device malfunctioned when, in fact, he didn't give the device to the worker, according to the indictment. He also allegedly gave false information about the indictment and the incident to an investigator from the Mine Health Safety Administration um, who was questioning why the monitor was running in clear air outside the mine. That's that's really something, man. Um, the prevalence of black lung uh, dropped sharply after Congress adopted rules in 1969. Okay. However, there's an increase in the early 2000s, particularly in eastern Kentucky. Um, so, yeah. Black diamonds were like black lung. Coal. Oh, okay. Company. All right. We have we have probably enough time for one article. Do we want to learn about... I'm giving you the option here. Oh, little, great. little democratic. Play, play along at home, folks. Do you want to hear about um, the Kentucky Board of Election Certifications? Fuck. Or do you want to hear about uh, Brianna Taylor? Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. This is the worst... Jeez, I mean, this is, it's wrong. It's almost wrong of you to give me an option. Um, so force me to choose between the two. Um, I guess the, I feel like the elections stuff is probably more in a wheelhouse, but um, what's the, what's the, there's still news about that poor woman? There's still news about Louisville Police Sergeant. Fire, Louisville Police Fire. Okay, wait, hold on. I read this. What? Louisville Police Fire Sergeant Kyle Meany after, fe- his name is Meany? After federal indictments in Brianna Taylor case. Oh, okay. So it's good news. Okay, well, I mean, a it fire took them, that a sergeant was fired in the Brianna took, Taylor case. I guess it took them long enough. Yeah. So there, I mean, there was yeah two years after the killing of Brianna Taylor, a fourth Louisville Metro police officer was fired in connection with the March 2020 raid in her apartment. Sergeant Kyle Meany. I mean, like, what a name. Kyle Meany. That's really something. School bully coded. Um, who joined the department in 2013 was terminated after meeting with Chief Erica Shields. The department announced Shields. Friday. Termination comes two weeks after Meany and three others. God, I can't get over that his name is Sergeant Meany. Please report to uh, Captain Shield. <laughs> Jeez, man. Um. Yeah. So 
Meany is accused of acknowledging the affi- of, of knowing the affidavit used to obtain a, uh, the warrant was based on false information. His attorney Brian Butler said he's not going to comment on any aspect of this case. Hey, I guess smart smart move. smart lawyer. Um. So yeah, that's um, another another one bites the dust, as they say, in uh i don't know legally legal terms we we have time for this other article actually i i made That's you ch- i made you choose false but... once again also false choice it's really really shows anyway this is by joe sanka okay put an end to this madness kentucky election board certifies winners and recount races okay the Kentucky State Board of Elections unanimously voted Thursday to certify victories of six Republicans in primaries where losing candidates filed recount petitions, despite several of those cases uh, still pending before the courts. Republican Secretary of State Michael Adams, the board's chairman, in- indicated before the vote that only two races with the recount petition were relatively close, with one petition already being dismissed and the other race having, lo- having a recount last week that showed no change in the outcome. We've had enough harm to our taxpayers and our democracy by these folks, Adam said before voting to certify the general election ballot. It's time to put an end to this madness and certify these people and let them go on with their fall campaigns. Yeah, in almost September. The Board of Elections has certified candidates for the general election ballot June on June 6th, um, with the exception of winning candidates in, in the six races where a recount petition was filed. The six losing GOP candidates were all aligned with the small government liberty wing of the party, with several indicating that they did so to check the tech of check voting machines. Check the tech. I'm liberty just fucking wing. with them. So, like, I'm interested. So, Savannah Maddox in the liberty wing. Who else is in the liberty wing? Also, the name liberty wing, why don't they just call themselves what they are, libertarians? I don't know. Well, I guess they don't want to be conflated with the uh, libertarian party, question mark. I guess. Um, Adam said in the meeting Tuesday that it was time to move forward with the outcome of the recounts no longer in doubt and important deadlines for the fall election approaching. Oh, whoops. I am specifically required by law by the fourth Monday in August to certify our county clerks to our county clerks what the ballot is going to say so they can do their jobs of getting ready for the election. I've got a deadline by statute I've got to follow. Adams has been highly critical of several of the recount petitions, calling them frivolous and pushed by conspiracy theorists, that's in quotes, making unfounded allegations about election fraud. In the Tuesday meeting, Adams also referred to the harm that these frivolous lawsuits bring on our taxpayers, noting that LaRue County's public school system had to spend $5,000 for a tax levy election as the county's voting machines remained under seal due to the recount petition of a state legislative candidate who lost in a blowout. What? The only petition to result in actual recount is that of Jessica Neal, a candidate in the primary for the Senate District 24, who finished with 36% of the vote. Her uh, 3,700 votes coming 307 short of the winner, Shelley Funk Frohmeyer, who received 39%. Uh What? You know, you would think that they could, that they wouldn't have to, like, you could just get more election machines from elsewhere. Bridget Ellie, who lost a 68% to 32% by, and by more than 2,000 votes to GOP House Speaker David Osborne, paid 21, a 21,000 bond in Oldham County in June for her recount petition, only Eight. to have the judge dismiss the petition because it did not name and serve the proper respondents. Fuck, man. I mean, this is what's so insane. Yeah, I just like, how do you guys fuck this up? 
Like, let me say this. I have no idea what the fuck to do, but I'm not in that business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I was doing this, I mean, like, God, you're... Pu- whatever. It's so weird. Ellie is appealing to dismissal, though the Board of Elections has so far been successful in its motions to dismiss the other three... Re- the three of the other recompetitions. Um, I mean, like, why? <laughs> Congressman Hal Rogers, who won the GOP nomination for his 5th district uh, congressional seat, God. won against... Gerardo Serrano, who lost by 82%, wow, by more than 68,000 votes, filed a recount petition in the Jackson Circuit Court that was dismissed. Yeah, you lost, buddy. Sorry, man. We've all ever. Let me say this. Um, we've all been trying to. We all been trying to work on the whole on, on the Hal Rogers angle, but uh, I, something tells me that primarying him is not uh, this is not going to get you anything. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six of these. Um, probably more, too. These are just what made the Courier Journal. So, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do here. I feel like, you know, I'm imagining a scenario where, like, in Eastern Kentucky, there's like a Communist Party. And in the Eastern Kentucky Communist Party. Okay. We're running against Hal Rogers' seat. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, like, in this scenario, the con- the Communist Party wins 90% of the vote. Uh-huh. And Hal Rogers wins 10% of the vote. Okay. And then Hal Rogers requests a recount to check the tech. That would be kind of weird for him to do that. Because we won. Why are you... Why are we going into this hypothetical? I don't know, just for fun. <laughs> All right. Sometimes Aaron. Sometimes it's important for Aaron to just sort of imagine um, victory. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, it's, a, it's important to set goals the secret. For Do you know? You guys know about you know about the secret, Aaron. The secret. Yeah, the power of the law of attraction. The power of positive thinking. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, if I say it enough times, I can manifest it. Yes. Yes. And and it's funny to think that that's how th- that that is thought has actually man like dare i say manifested itself in um some level of culture because the secret i thought was really like a fad um like my parents are into the secret which i thought was funny oh yeah um but i don't know man really we can't be talking about the secret on the is folks. it better it's... to be into the secret or the big lie <laughs> <laughs> We're asking the real questions. I'd probably say. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably. (laughs) Let me say this. I'd say a lot of people that don't believe that that uh, that that believe that believe in the big lie believe in the secret. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Is that? Hold on a second. I think the people that believe that there is a big lie <laughs> are, are probably more likely to have been secret heads, as I say. Okay. So first um, you believe in the secret, then you believe the yeah, lie. First you believe that just your pure thoughts can affect the world, and then you start thinking that, um, uh, that uh, you know, um, the Dominion voting machines are, uh, are, uh, are uh, you know, before your very eyes turning your Trump vote into a Biden vote. Um, I mean, let's let's be clear. Dominion voting machines, 
Maybe it should be paper. I don't. I think that. Let me say this. Probably should be paper. Um, I think they're fine. They stopped doing paper. Uh, sorry, yeah. they started doing paper in Lexington. Hence the debacle um, with the uh, with Barry Saturday. But it is really funny. My mother's like my mother, who I would say believes that there is a big lie. Um, is like is like she's like, do you ever find it funny that no one's using Dominion machines anymore? And I was like, I was like, is that true? I was like, I was like, I was like, where did you hear? I have no idea. Tucker Carlson, am I talking to you right now? Oh man, you know she doesn't. She's not crazy about Tucker. He comes oh. on too late at night for her. Um, I don't know. Who's he's coming. also not fun. He's not fun. Who's fun? Uh, the guy's name I don't know is a. She thinks the five. I can't believe it. the amount of times we talk about Fox News programming, <laughs> especially on the episode where I'm like, man, don't watch like like don't watch that stuff even for fun. Um, my mother watches Fox News for fun. She loves the five. Um, oh yeah, which is shockingly enough comes on at five p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she likes uh you know they got um uh Greg Gutfeld um although he's he's become less and less cool um mm-hmm. i think to her uh but yeah I, all those people are despicable um we can't <laughs> i think in the in the hypothetical of the people's republic of central kentucky we should do uh, we should have our own media program and call it the big five and the big five okay the big five, or what do they just call it the five? They just call it the five. Well, we're the but big I, five. But I said big five. I was, I was like, big five. I just want to make clear to you, the big five. So we have us. Okay. We have um, uh, okay. PSL. Okay. CPUSA. All right. Okay. Um, this is a... <laughs> uh, we, we could put DSA in there, I guess. Oh, fuck. Why are you doing this? Uh, we put in... Uh, who's our fifth? Fifth? Why are we... Was oh, five. so there's only one of us at the five at the big five. Well, or is the org? Is it because it's the org? Because at the five, yeah, there's five people that sit at the table. I guess it would be the people's the people's commissar. Yeah, or, the representative. Yeah, um, the transportations are the the transport what transportation. Okay, it's what happened again. You You've wasted another perfectly good hour listening to Lane. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Aaron's getting a psychiatrical examination after this one. That's really what. You, you listen to another perfectly good hour listening to, to Lane, uh. our esteemed executive producer. <laughs> what? What's up, Gary? All right. Our stickers and uh, we didn't even mention the stickers this episode i think they know about the stickers you know about like, if, if you, you want know, them you know if you want them we'll get them to you no cost yeah sticker imagine this is your first episode i mean i know that's like a trope on this show i think that's a trope on a lot of shows when it's when you're like imagine if this is the first episode yes and you know what statistically it probably is someone's first episode of lame and if it's your first episode listening to lame we have stickers we yes. have buttons, and they're designed by Claire Thompson from ClaireThompsonArt.com. And you can get them from us for free if you email us at LexanePod.gmail.com. Yeah. You can also follow us on Twitter at LamePod, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. A lot of people like to DM, DM us on Twitter. I think that's fun. I don't... Mm. I check Twitter maybe once every two weeks, but, um, you know... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And even though our listeners need to be admitted into psychiatric care for immediate attention whenever they hear us say it, this is lame. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you have to end the episode. How does yeah. it feel now, Aaron? 